Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I'm going to be talking about medical ethics, specifically do no harm. Of all the Hippocratic writings, the oath, in spite of its shortness, is perhaps the most interesting to the general reader and also to the modern medical person. The idea of not doing the patient harm is within the oath, but the phrase do no harm is not. Whatever its origin, it is a landmark in the ethics of medicine. It is a declaration that the purpose of medical knowledge is solely for healing. The oath is the oldest known written work that speaks to biomedical ethics. And the idea that it expresses is still at the center of all bioethical debates today. Do no harm. This seems so easy and so readily apparent. So what is there to discuss? Yet in the world of medicine, there are many layers to the idea of not hurting people. Defining harm is complex and convoluted. It is part of why ethical questions are difficult to answer. The question of what is harm has many answers. Some philosophers, such as Epicurus, think harm is necessarily experiential. In other words, you must experience something bad in order to be harmed by it. Uh, according to this view, money secretly stolen from a bank account or a symptom-free cancer are only harms if the victim is aware of them. In this view, ignorance truly is bliss. Other philosophers disagree with this view. Imagine if your friends were paid actors pretending to be your friends. Despite their behavior, your friends actually despise you. If you believe in non-experiential harms, you might say you're being harmed by having false friends, even if you never know the truth about their friendship for hire. And if this is the case, then you can be harmed by the cancer you never knew you had or the affair you never discovered. Is harm a physical thing? Or does emotional, mental, and spiritual harms also fall under this umbrella of doing no harm? Is it a doctor's responsibility to ensure that their interactions with their uh, patients are ones that also are not harmful to the non-physical self of the patient? The general thought on this is that, yes, the doctor shouldn't be causing their patients any kind of harm, even the emotional, mental, or spiritual kinds of harm. But this is a pretty big area of gray, and it's also an area fraught with a lot of problems especially when people are engaging with each other across different cultures and the social expectations don't necessarily align. There are many topics that doctors need to discuss with their patients that are emotionally difficult. Conversations about serious diagnoses, poor prognosis, end-of-life care, and fetal treatment discussions are all ones that are going to be emotionally difficult and will often cause the patient pain even when those conversations are handled with care and with kindness. There's certainly no expectation that these types of important conversations should be avoided in an effort to avoid emotional harm. But there is an expectation that those conversations should happen with compassion. Non-mouthness, which is derived from the maxim do no harm, is one of the principal precepts of bioethics that all healthcare students are taught in school and is a fundamental principle throughout the world. Another way to state it is that given an existing problem, it may better to be doing nothing than to risk causing more harm than good. 
It reminds the healthcare provider that they must consider the possible harm that any intervention might do. And it is evoked when debating the use of an intervention that carries an obvious risk of harm, but a less certain chance of benefit. Non-maleficence is not where this ends because there are clearly times that doing nothing will cause harm. Medical neglect is defined as the failure of a healthcare provider or caregiver to observe due care and diligence in performing services or delivering medicine or other products so as to avoid harming the patient. This can be intentional or accidental, but the result is the same. A person needed care that was not given. Because the care was not provided, harm occurred. This is medical malpractice or the improper, unskilled, or negligent treatment of a patient. Most would agree that the first and most obvious implication of do no harm is the absence of violence. A doctor can't punch his patient in the face. Nope. Doesn't matter how much of a jerk the patient is, no punching. But what obligation is there to the environment? Is a doctor responsible for keeping his location of practice safe? And how far does this reach? The expectation in America is that we are required to keep our locations of practice safe. It is our duty to prevent violence. That means that we can't allow guns and knives to be carried about, and we can't allow people to hurt themselves or others while they're on our property. Well, what about on a societal level? Do doctors owe something to keeping the community safe? There are some who feel that they do. As providers of care, they hold an important role in the community. Community leadership and education is an expectation, even though it is not a legal requirement. But does this fall under the idea of do no harm? Because if people don't know what services are available, they will not use them and they will have poor outcomes and harm will be the result. And there are some who feel it is the doctor's duty to be an advocate within the political arena. Their patients are often too sick to fight for their own rights. Does that make it a doctor's obligation then? Some feel that it is. There has been a strong push for doctors to unite in finding solutions for better distribution of healthcare. And I think that one of the most important key points in all of this discussion is that there is a lot of debate as to what falls underneath this concept of do no harm. And there's a lot of debate as to what constitutes harm. And then even though we use this principle to guide us when providing medical care, it is not a concrete, solid, well-defined idea. It is something that we still debate the very definitions of. So why does any of this matter to us as chronic illness patients? Well, medical ethics is a guiding force when providers are making clinical decisions. And understanding how decisions regarding your care are being made can be helpful. The medical system is complex and difficult beast to understand. And we as patients are often left feeling that we are kept in the dark. It is, there's rarely time for doctors to explain the rationales behind the decisions that are being made, let alone the medical ethics that are driving those decisions. The more that we understand how medical decision-making is done, the better we can engage with that conversation. It allows us to ask better informed decisions. It allows us to stand on a better foundation that we can use to formulate our thoughts about our medical care. And this can be especially helpful when we are feeling that we're not getting the health care that we need. 
when we need to advocate ourselves, understanding medical ethics is an excellent platform which to base our arguments and, and our um, advocating off of. So thanks for coming and spending time with me. I hope that you all find peace and wellness. Until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves. Bye.